morning. Good morning. And happy Saturday. You are tuned into the Ladies You podcast where we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is your hostess with the mostest, Heather. And joining me is the hottie with the body, Joanna. Oh, wow. Yes. Joanna, are you on the line? I guess you are. You said, oh, wow. Thank you. We also have another beautiful lady joining us as a co-host today. She is the host of the Midday Show at WTMX, The Mix in Chicago. She has twice been named the best radio personality in Chicago at the Silver Dome Awards. And she, of course, does not need much more of an introduction. <laughs> Lisa Allen. Hello. Thank you. Good morning. Hey, Lisa. Good morning. Thanks for joining us today. Of course, yes. thank you for having me. Yeah, we are definitely honored to have you on our show. What do you guys think about this weather today, though? Are you feeling it? Not really feeling it, to be honest. Really? Because I'm ready to put some boots on, so I actually kind of am. We're, oh. we're officially in the fall, you guys. I don't know, though. I don't know if we are, because I think I think we're going to get back up to, what, like 80s or something soon? Yeah, well, it's cold at night. That's all I know. So. <laughs> Look, I'm so, a summer girl. I can't, I, I'm not into cold weather. I'm not into hoodies and all of this. Like I'm a summer girl. I want summer to be all year round. So I'm not a fan of what's happening outside right now. I totally agree. I love, I love the summer. I do. And as I'm getting older, I'm finding myself like wanting the heat much more, but I really do. I am wearing a hoodie and leggings right now. though. So. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> right. But you're not happy about it. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so we have an exciting show planned for you guys today. We thank you guys for tuning in. We are actually going to let Joanna take the lead on some entertainment. Joanna, what is happening this week? Yes, you ladies, we have a lot to catch up on. Um, First of all, I do want to briefly start with New York Fashion Week. It kicked off with a bang, literally. So So awesome. At the Harper's Bazaar after party, it was said that Cardi B, we all know Cardi B, it approached Nikki's table all aggressively, and I guess she threw her shoe at her. What? <laughs> Girls. Oh yes. So I totally give props to Nikki. She kept it cool. She was cool as a cucumber, didn't say anything. And I think this made Cardi B look bad. So that's all I have on that. Um, more to come on that later on in the week, but I'm sure some other things will transpire via Twitter. You know how that goes. I don't get it. I just, I just don't understand why we do these things. <laughs> like, what was the point? But okay, you're right. We're going to get some more info on it. But <laughs> I'm sure it was for nothing. Right. So the Roseanne spinoff, The Connors, is starting production. Are you guys excited about that? Or is it just me? I'm over it. <laughs> you're over it? Why? I'm, I'm like over the whole, like, everything that happened uh, earlier in the year, just like everybody, I'm, I'm just over everybody being mad at everybody over everything. And, and I'm just like, Oh my God. Okay. Stop. Like they tried to reboot. It didn't work out well. Like let's create a new show. I mean, if you want to work with your friends, you you know, that you have been in shows with before create something new. Like everyone's trying to bring all these old shows back to life. Like how about something new? That's, that's where I'm at with it. Like, okay. Enough. That's where I like, that. I like, I like that response. Okay. Okay. So I do feel like that kind of, but I am excited to see what they're going to try to do this time yeah. after all of these things have transpired. 
Me so how, so how's the show going to look now? Now, I'm not saying that I'll be tuning in weekly because I just don't do that anyway to right. any show. But I, I will watch the first maybe one or two episodes and kind of gain an opinion on it. And then I'll be able to talk about it on the show. So it's really self-serving. But, <laughs> right. But, but um, I'm excited to see like what their ideas are and how they're going to bring all of this together. And what their ratings are going to be, too. Yes. So, yeah. So, supposedly, Roseanne went on Fox News' Hannity show and said that the ratings aren't going to be anywhere near her sitcom. Oh, we'll good see. night. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, who knows? Like, and hopefully it's funny. And, hey, if it does well, that's fantastic for everybody. But, again, I'm just kind of, like, over this, uh, you know, everybody regurgitating everything they've kind of already done. And it's going to be a bit of a scrub, uh, struggle for them to try to do it without their their main character we've all seen how these other spin-offs go with other shows you know just yeah. over the course of history and if it works out fantastic but i just uh, i don't know i'm kind of like write something new yeah right i mean most of the time these spin-offs don't do well anyway so right. like lisa said i guess we'll see um anyways moving on <laughs> so Wizard of Oz, ruby red slippers did you guys hear that story <laughs> i did i, I did was, i didn't uh, first of all i didn't know that they were stolen like 13 years ago oh boy they were stolen from the judy garland museum in grand rapids um i guess that's i mean grand rapids is where judy garland was born mm-hmm. but so so, like, back in 2005, someone broke in and literally stole them, left no fingerprints behind. The alarm didn't go off. It was a big whole ordeal. But I guess the FBI recently recovered them during a sting operation. Mm-hmm. Can you guys imagine? <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to, like, put this in my mind. A sting operation for some ruby red slippers. <laughs> hey, this is big stuff. I mean, the Wizard of Oz is huge. It transcends generations. I'm sorry. Right. So, I mean, I would have been upset, too. <laughs> I'm like, who steals from the actual <laughs> that's, museum? That's like, what I'm uh, saying. Who does that? An right. inside job. I think it was an inside job because, like you said, like there were no alarms went off and no fingerprints. No. Okay. Well, there you have it. And what what did they do with these slippers for 13 years? I mean, obviously they didn't sell them on the black market or anything. And I guess <laughs> they're they're worth two to three million dollars. So. Right. That's cray cray. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I but I'm like, you can't put that on eBay and like try to get away with it. Like, what? Exactly. Man, what are you doing? what were you doing with them? You just wanted it as a memorabilia. I have the ruby red slippers. Like what, what was the point? I'm curious to know, but they haven't arrested any suspects yet. So we'll see more to come. On. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> moving, moving on. So we heard about Jeffrey Owens, you know, the guy from the Cosby show, the actor from yeah. the Cosby show. You remember he was sh- job shamed by a woman who took his picture while bagging groceries at Trader Joe's, right? How dare she? I How dare she? This whole thing makes me so mad. <laughs> it, yeah. it really does. It's very sad. I mean, how dare she just knock a guy for hustling out here trying to make a dollar? Well, right? and see, here's the thing. So the truth of the matter is, as this man said, he had other projects he was working on. Mm-hmm. He had other things he was doing. And he said, no job is better than the next. That is a real man right there. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. And, totally agree. <laughs> and, you know, just the idea altogether of people taking pictures of other people without their consent, I guess, or just, you know, like, is this okay if I do this? Like, that bugs me anyway. Um, 
to take a picture of someone with the the meaning of just making fun of them for whatever reason, like that bugs me. But also like I I love hard workers, like hardworking people. I don't care if you're digging dishes, if you're working at Trader Joe's or if you're working on a movie, like if you are a hard worker, I feel like you've got all my respect. So it really bothered me that that this whole thing blew up in this guy on this guy. And I think it's great that, you know, people like Tyler Perry and Nicki Minaj are trying to like offer jobs or, or write them checks or whatever. But, uh, you know, this guy, he seems to know what he's doing. He pops up in movies and on television. And if he works at Trader Joe's in between, like, who cares? Right. Why is yeah. that headline worthy? Exactly. Well, she right. had nothing else better to do. I guess. But it blew up in her face. I mean, this was, mm-hmm. I guess it's meant to almost be like a joke because now he did sign on with Tyler Perry's Have and Have Nots. Um, oh, did he? Okay. He did. Yes. Yeah. He accepted the, the role, I think, Thursday or yesterday. Great. Um, so I really hope this lady feels really horrible about herself and what she did. And also, yeah. if you ever go to Trader Joe's, like those people are always in such a great mood. They probably love their jobs anyway. Yeah. Right. So... I- it's like Whole Foods. Right. Everybody's happy. Sometimes they're too happy for me because I don't feel like <laughs> dealing with all that. But uh, <laughs> like, I just want to get my salad and go. But <laughs> no, I don't need your help. <laughs> right. But she did, she did get backlash, as you guys stated. And she did come out and apologize and said she didn't mean to shame him. Oh, good. And she, she didn't know what she was thinking when she did it. You, I, I'm sorry, I don't believe You're an that. Adult. You, knew, you knew what you were thinking when you oh, did yeah. that. You are an adult. That, that really grinds my gears when people say, oh, I didn't know. I didn't like, we're not kids here. You right. know what you're doing. When and you... I think, <laughs> yeah, I think so much of it is people are so, so focused on trying to put something on, on social, try to get the likes, try to get the comments or whatever. It's their own little piece of attention that they can get. And even if it comes at somebody else's expense, like it's not cool that that's the way of thinking that everybody has right now. Right. And that's, unfortunately, yeah. that's the day and age we live in is mm-hmm. trying to go viral. And she did. Yeah. But, but we don't realize how many people we're hurting right. when we do this. Like we are, we're causing so much pain to people. We're airing people's dirty laundry. I mean, we all have issues and we all have situations that we've dealt with throughout life. How dare you blast right. me like this? Agreed. <laughs> Like what right, what right do you have? You don't have those rights to my life like that. Agreed. And I think that people are, they're just getting beside themselves with it. So guys, moral of the story is don't job shame a person. Don't shame a person on social media, period. Don't be a Twitter thug. Come on. I know. You know, (laughs) it's not worth it. Right. So moving on, the Nas letter about Khalees. Anybody read that seven part letter? I'm so sad. I don't know. I don't know about the story. I, I don't know enough about it, but I feel like when both people, mm-hmm. I mean, there's two sides to every story. So I'm not really sure what to believe. And you know what? I was going to totally yeah. play devil's advocate and say, do you think there is another side to this letter? There always is. There always is. However, I do think that she has had a couple of times in years past where she's kind of been put out there a little bit bad regarding this whole situation and how she is really trying to take him through the ringer, which, I mean, we all know relationships, they don't always work out. People break up. They get divorced, whatever, and there's children involved. And obviously the children are the ones Mm -hmm. who suffer the most. They don't have to. 
just because a parent, you know, two people decide that they don't want to be together doesn't mean that the children have to suffer right. on this level. But I do think that a lot of times there's so much hatred toward that other person who you feel like hurt you that you just don't care anymore. Right. I, I agree. I think that's where she she was at at that point. But to anybody who didn't read the seven part letter, it basically just talked about his relationship with Khalees and their custody battle with their son. And it's terrible because at the end mm. of the day, the children are the one that are, I mean, drastically affected by, by these things. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope they get it together, obviously, for the sake of the child. But again, this is one of those things that, of course, we bring it to the Internet because, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, could he not have handled this without blasting it on social I think media? He- like, did he have right. to post it? Right, did he it? have to post it? He said in his letter that he has sat for 10 years in silence. And basically, he's just tired of it. And he needs to put this letter out there so everybody truly knows what type of person she is. So I'm really curious to see if mm. Khalees comes back with some type of response. She has yet to say anything, but I guarantee it she's mm-hmm. going to say something eventually. Yeah, she will. I I hope she doesn't. Well, I hope she doesn't. Honestly, I hope that she feels like she does not have to prove herself. But in his letter, she sounds like such a spiteful woman. So, you know, if that's truly how she is, she's going to come back and say something. Oh boy. What a mess. More drama. What more, a mess. More and more drama. Yeah. It's really sad though. I mean, even if it is, if it is true, um, if what he's saying is true and it seems like he really did pour his heart and soul into this, especially for it to be seven parts or seven pages. Um, it's really sad what she's doing to him. I mean, my thing is let, let a father be a father, no matter what the situation is, whether you guys have been together for years, you guys were together for one night. It doesn't matter. Let a father who wants to be a father, take care of his children. You can't force anyone. Right. (laughs) But if he wants to be there, then you should be there. A hundred percent. Anyway, anyway, I'm taking taking over. over. So I'm taking over and we're going to talk a little bit about the Bobby Brown movie. Let me say, I love Bobby Brown. Me too. <laughs> me too. I always have. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Joanna, how do you, you feel? You know what? Bobby? I watched, I mean, you know, I, I have no thoughts about Bobby Brown right now. I, I'm kind of hot and cold with him. I am. Really? There are times when I really, I'm not sure I if I like that But response. I'm keeping it real with you. There... I get it. I know. <laughs> There are times when I really enjoy him and there are times where I watch him on TV and I'm like, oh. Oh, me too. Me too. You know I, mean, I, mean? I think he's a mess. Oh, definitely. I think he's a mess. Hot but total I, mess. I, I still, total I, mess. I just can't help but love him anyway when he's messy or when he's on point. I can't help it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying because he's real. And I'm not going to spoil the movie for people who are like waiting to catch up on like their DVR this weekend. Um, but the movie was pretty great to me. You know, I've been following New Edition since I was like a wee baby. Okay. I've always loved New Edition, always loved Bobby Brown. As a matter of fact, I will be at the Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike concert okay. next Friday night at the Airy Crown Theater. Um, Bobby has an edge. He does. He does not care what people think about him. He proved it in this movie. He has this life that he has battled with situations, emotional problems, drug problems, 
money issues, but I mean, he's still pretty great. Can I, I know you're trying to not spoil the movie, but can we just sort of, cause I didn't watch it either, but I've been seeing all these headlines pop up about how mm-hmm. his relationship with Janet Jackson was maybe a little padded. Do you have any thoughts on that? See, I do remember back in the day um, that there were uh, sightings of him Mm -hmm. and Janet together. I don't remember too many details about it. I don't really know that it was padded because Janet is known for keeping all of her relationships very private. The only relationship that was really super public actually there were two so she was with mm-hmm. Jermaine Dupree some years ago and then this recent guy that she was married to and just got divorced from I think like a year or two ago um but other than that she always keeps her relationships private I mean when she married James DeBarge back in the 80s no one yeah knew they eloped right. like it was a, right. that's what I'm saying it was a, we don't even know how many kids Janet has like literally like there could be as they're saying more children out there she just it lives a very private life. So maybe it happened, mm. maybe it didn't. And maybe she just agreed to it for the sake of the movie. Like, yeah, well, okay, it did happen, you know. And look, in all those early years, we all have things we would probably prefer to act like didn't happen anyway. So whatever. Since we're 20 years or But <laughs> right, exa- exactly. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, she, what I did notice in the movie was that, um, and this is one part that I'll leak, that when they were together and he asked her, hey, are we going to be together? He made, you know, a suggestion for them to like really go public. And she was like, it's not my decision. It's not my decision. What does that mean? Which meant that her family was very much against uh-huh. this relationship. It's not my decision. So Janet was looked huh. at as a princess. Wow. Yeah, she was looked at as a princess. She was, you know, um, in one of the most talented, highest paid entertainment families ever known. So that could not taint her image. At the time, he was known to well, taint yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, she's like, no, it's not, it's not, it's not my decision. You know, it's not All right. My I got to watch this movie. Me too. I have it on VR. <laughs> yeah. I just haven't had a chance to yeah. watch it. I'm, I'm going to catch it. Go for it. You'll be on okay. the edge of your seat. That's what I say. So let's go into, Joanna was talking about um, uh, Twitter thugs, internet trolls, people who are very abusive on the uh, online. So I don't know if you guys saw that Angela Simmons. Let me just say that Angela Simmons is a very pretty girl. Yes, she's beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. She's got a great body. She posted a picture of herself in her undies and they were tasteful. I mean, it wasn't like she was rocking like a thong and pasties, (laughs) but she said um, the title was be good to yourself. Okay. She got dragged on the internet for this. What is the big deal? Dragged. It was, it was so, I, I was hurting for her because of the things that people were saying about her. For example, her face looks like a foot. Stop. She always wants attention. Seriously? Yes. The, la- <laughs> yes, the last one, the last one, which I almost fell out, said her body looks like a 40-year-old <gasps> woman, which no. I might add is pretty insulting because I'll be 40 in a few years. So I'm just, <laughs> you know, not, you know, feeling a certain type of way about that. But the reason why she does these things is because 
no matter what you think about her body and how it was as opposed to how it is now, she obviously has struggled with her appearance in some way, shape or form. Well, yeah. Okay. Whether, whether she, well, this is why she's doing this. So she didn't think her body was perfect. So we could look at her and say, oh my goodness, she's got a great body, mm-hmm. which she does. But obviously she felt like, you know what, there were some imperfections. There were some things I needed to work on. Obviously she had a baby. Your body changes after you have, you know, children. I know this to be true, you know, so she wanted to show her progress. And she also wanted to show that she's doing it the natural way. And she's not going with the surgeries, the nips and tucks and the injections and all of this, like everyone else is doing. So, yeah, so she absolutely got shame for that. And I felt so, so sorry. People are just mean. Yes, I was going to say that same exact thing. People are mean. I follow I follow yeah. Angela Simmons on Instagram and let me tell you mm-hmm. I followed her through her journey through her body transformation because after she had her baby you know she had some baby weight on of course everybody every woman is going yeah. to but I followed her journey from her working out getting her body back to where it's at now um you know from after mm-hmm. being pregnant and she looks amazing and she did it all natural and I commend her on that because yep. most people with in her status it, with her money will just go and get their body done you know go we know, go under we know the this knife. we know oh, yeah. this to be true exactly and, exactly and i love so I'm i just sorry, i just want to say i love her hashtag bnb built never bought i love that oh <laughs> i like that too yeah, we're going to use that. Joanna, we're going to start using say, that. We should start using that. Built never bought. We are. We are. We're taking that. I'm writing that down now. <laughs> you know, maybe she put it up there and, and kind of took a gamble that, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say and just kind of took the verbal bullets to, because so many women go through this, you know, so maybe she was just kind of being a little bit more courageous than the rest of us, maybe. Um, I knew it was coming yeah. and, and didn't even go back and look at all the comments, you know, who knows? Hopefully she didn't because people are just such jerks. Um, and, and maybe yeah. she was just doing it to yeah. try to help any other girl who feels like they've got stuff to work on because I think we've all been there. Oh yeah. That's 100%. what I'm saying. Like we could look at her and say, Oh my goodness, she's got a flat stomach or she's got this or she's got that. But at the same time, we don't know what goes through anyone's head when they're looking, when they're standing naked, looking in the mirror. I mean, we all have things we want to improve. If there's one woman out there who says that they don't look at themselves and feel like they have something to improve their life. Absolutely. Agree. We all, we all do no matter what. I mean, I, Joanna knows me well. And so she knows that I can be pretty hard on myself. You know what I mean? So I think we're all extremely hard on ourselves. Like we're really like, we need to give ourselves a break, you know, a hundred percent. Um, we do. Sorry. I just yesterday, I have to throw this in there. Like just yesterday. Now, now I'm not at celebrity status, but like I, I have to put pictures out for, uh, different ads that I do um, for, for different sponsorships and endorsements. And, you know, I had a picture go out and yesterday I had somebody, you know, just say, I'm not trying to hate, but you should lose some weight. <gasps> and I was like, I, I, and I took a, a screenshot of just that comment. Um, and I, and I reposted it. Cause I was like, I can't help it. I'm big bones and I love cookies. And that's what I said. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Because first of all, this year alone, like since January, I've lost 40 pounds. So like, honey, I have lost weight. Good for one. you. You yeah. look, you do look Thank great you. though. You Thank do. Absolutely. You. But I'm also like, yeah. you know, number two, who asked you? Like, 
you know, like, like, why would you just keep scrolling? Don't stop and be like, yo, girl, you got to lose some weight. Just keep scrolling. Like, how about not be mean? It will not kill you. It will not kill you to ignore it. It, Why is it necessary? I just, I need to understand why people troll people like that all the time. Like, what are you getting out of it by putting somebody else down and making them feel like that? I I can't get it. And it was another woman. Like, I guess I could mm, kind of be like, if if it was a man, like just being a doofus and, and thinking like a caveman, but like, this was another girl. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like who, who does that? No, that's horrible. You know, we interviewed Hazel Marie Anderson um, a few weeks ago. So she is um, an anchor on uh, NBC Good Day Live in Terre Haute, Indiana. And she said she was walking through the grocery store and that a man came up to her and he's like, oh, I know you, you're on TV. And she's being very gracious. She's like, oh, hi, how are you? You know, thanks for watching. And then he was like, but you know what? The other girls look really <gasps> good. You just no. look huge. No. Yeah. Yes, what he did. What is yes, wrong with people? Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. How do you? Thanks right. for watching and like walked away from him. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously she's in the public eye, so she really couldn't go in on him like she really right. wanted to. <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's like, how do you feel okay with yourself doing that to people? They hate themselves, I guess. That's, they got to spread it on everybody else no. because how dare no. you? Or their mama messed up raising them. I can't, I can't ever see doing that. I mean, right. <laughs> absolutely. That's what it really boils down to is like Lisa said, they, they really have some insecurities with themselves and they want to put it on other people is, is what it really is. Yeah. Bullies, it's bullies are the most insecure people. They are, they are, which is why it's so important. Like even for like my children, like I made it a point for my children. I have two girls, uh, for them to be very, very confident, like instilling confidence in them and always telling them how good they look and how beautiful they are. And I have a daughter who is a freshman in high school now, um, you know, so she's got, she's starting to kind of fill out in all the right areas so oh, God, God help me but, <laughs> you know I, I, that's another story but you know telling her you know don't worry about what the next person says about you and all you have to and those are that. tough years anyway to. oh my gosh yes yeah they are I just look at her sometimes and I'm like oh my goodness I, I'm glad I'm not in your no. place right now it's honestly ten, it's 10 honestly. times worse for high school students nowadays because of social yeah. media yeah. Yeah. Which is why I try to keep her just on Snapchat. And I'm like, no, she's like, oh, mom, can I get an Instagram? <gasps> no. Like, no, good for you, Heather. You cannot. Good. You good. can't. No, you, you can't have an Instagram. You can't have a Facebook right now. You cannot have a Twitter. No, I'm not going to subject you to that. Snapchat is enough. <laughs> You know, for now, I mean, obviously, as the years go, you know, she'll probably end up with one if she chooses to have it. But for right now, when you're 14 years old, you cannot have yeah, those. That's a good idea. I, I agree. With you Sorry. On that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So let's switch gears. Uh, I do want to talk about something that is pretty sad. Uh, just happened on Thursday night. And I'm sure you guys heard about the story. Uh, Botham Jean. A recent college graduate from St. Lucia. Uh, He also worked as an analyst for PricewaterhouseCoopers, which is a public accounting firm. 
he was also a motivational speaker and worship leader. Okay. And I'm reading this, uh, Sean King, uh, the journalist and activist posted this about this man. Uh, he was shot in the middle of the night on Thursday by a cop who walked into his apartment in uniform and says that she thought it was her apartment. No, she didn't. Look, look, look. <laughs> I, I have, yeah. I have lived in so many different places and I've never, <laughs> I've never once been confused about which place was mine. No. Yeah. What, what is that? How did she get How in? How did she get in? That's what I'm saying. So there's like so many questions about Yeah, this. we all know this is fishy. Um, th- that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. And something is not right about this story. So now they're saying, was she drunk? Was she high? Neither. So let's not put it on that because that's the direction they're trying to take it in. Oh, I'm. And that just doesn't, that no. m- doesn't make any no. sense. My thing is, I mean, we've, look, we've all wanted to kill our neighbors, but like, <laughs> I mean, let, let's just say it. I, you know, like we've all right. been like, yeah, you know, I can't stand that guy, but like, we don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. What has been going on in that building. There's way more to this story than like, oh, I went in the wrong door. Sorry. There's right. way more to this. And again, how did she get right? Well, well, I read some, somebody had posted on Instagram that it was not an accident and somebody said they were dating or at least messing around and she was drunk yelling and opened the door. So I don't know how true that is, but supposedly they were dating and she was pretty upset with him. I don't know. The last thing that I read about it this morning is that, you know, other people were talking about how loud, how loud the yelling was. So there was some kind of a fight. There was something happening. Yes, so something wow. had a, ha, must have transpired between them two, or they had to have known each other if they're yelling that loud, or she's yelling that loud at him. Yeah, yeah, that wow. story's gonna unfold. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it is, and that's the first thing that I thought was. Hmm. Okay, something's happening. Either they got it, maybe they got it in a little bit, mm-hmm. and maybe he wasn't trying to make a relationship. You know, your mind always starts creating all of these different scenarios mm-hmm. about the what ifs, and that definitely crossed my mind. At the end of the day, even if that was the case, you don't have a right to end his life. No, no, go find someone no. else. Right. There, there's, there's, a, there's, I mean, if you guys have ever been to Dallas, there's people all over the place. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you could have found someone like, you know, in the next, right. break your lease, move. It's, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Or date someone right. else and, you know, apartment, apartment 332. I don't I know. Mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on. Right. Yeah. It's, um, it's really unfortunate. Um, she definitely deserves life in Agreed. prison. Yeah, I want to I want to hear the rest of the story to to find out what yeah. what was going on because this whole oh, I thought I was in my apartment. That's not no. holding up. And I don't know who why she thinks that would be a good idea to say because it doesn't make any sense. Not at all. Yeah. And I'm just confused as to why that well, you know what Heather, you already know before you even say it. But <laughs> The police are obviously going to cover it, cover it up as much as they can. And my thing is, let's call a spade a spade. Know. We know that this sounds. I fishy. don't know if they will. They're as of this okay. morning, they were already talking about her getting hit with manslaughter charges. But oh, okay, I didn't see yeah. that. So good. So I take back what so, I said then. But well, I mean, so. I don't think. I, I, 
I mean, Dallas police or, or anywhere for that matter are going to buy. I was, I thought it was my house. Like, no. no one's going to buy that. And Honey. and I know that, you know, blue backs blue, but the, I mean, they also got a job to do and, and it sounds like they're getting ready to do it. So, and hopefully Good. with further investigation, well, they'll be yeah. able to find out whether, what kind of charges, if manslaughter is even appropriate, because the more the story comes out, I mean, it could be like murder one. We don't know. Oh my gosh. It just like, I have a pit in my stomach thinking about it. it it's sad. I mean, you took this man away from his family, from his friends. He's uh, a young man, like a really young guy. He was still in his twenties. Wow. It's terrible. A lot of life ahead of the, a lot yes. of life ahead of him. Really, really smart man, college graduate. Again, I mean, he was an analyst for one of the largest public accounting fir- firms in the world. Big yeah. stuff. Yeah, I want to hear the rest of the <laughs> you story. Know, Me you, too. You, 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 end, you end his life. So I'm definitely going to be uh, following the story. I am actually going to start reaching out to some people that I know that live in Dallas to see if I can get the goods on it uh, and try to get in tune with some other activists who may be following it and see if we can get some more info on what happened to him. Yeah. So rest in peace, both them and Jean and, you know, prayers and thoughts for his friends and family. Yeah. So let's go on to our TTL, which is talk time with the ladies. I love talk time with the ladies. I think I say that every time. You do, but I I agree. I love talk time with the ladies. I do. And Lisa, this will be your first talk time with the ladies. Uh, This is our segment where we dish about any and everything. Oh my gosh. So yes, 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 yes. So this one, we are going to talk a little bit about, um, Mac Miller, um, who just passed away yesterday from an overdose. I saw that. Yeah. And uh, Demi Lovato, who uh, I think within the past few weeks was released from the hospital uh, with the same thing. She mm-hmm. overdosed, almost lost her life as well. And all of this is tied to what? Substance, Substance abuse. abuse. Yes. Right? Depression. I was reading about Mac a little bit more this morning, and he said that he he had battled depression. Um, Obviously, he was on and off of drugs for years. This man was only 26 years old. So, yeah. Demi Lovato was, what, 26, 27 at Mm -hmm. this point? What is happening? Um, Well, I mean, the good good news is it's hard to find something good out of a conversation like this, but, like, at least now everyone is admitting that there is a huge, huge opioid crisis. Like the, at least they're having the conversation rather than kind of not trying to look at it and hoping it, it'll go away, you know? Um, right. Because it is a huge problem. And, and, and the same thing goes with mental illness that now finally the conversations are happening because between suicide and substance abuse, like we've got such an issue on our hands. Agree. Yeah. But these things are, they're, they're, they're hand in hand. I mean, they're co-occurring. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. It always seems like if you have one, you have the other. It is really difficult. It's, it's so much more difficult when you're battling the substance abuse though, when you've got the mental health problems. Right. You know, in my opinion. I agree. And and like Lisa said, people are talking about it more. And I think that was one of the biggest problems is people weren't talking about it enough. Yesterday, 
J. Cole, he tweeted something, and I, I love J. Cole. He said that he'll lend an ear to anyone in the industry that is facing any of these problems. And I think that's wow. a big, huge thing for him to say because people need to be able to talk about their problems, whatever that may be. They do. Because they are hiding it and shielding it with substance abuse, whether you have a mental illness or, you know, whatever, they are hiding it and shielding those feelings with using drugs, basically. And, yeah. you know, a, a lot of it, I, I hate to make this sound so adolescent, but a lot of it is the the people that you hang out with. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like there's a group of people and one person is struggling with all of this. There's usually other people that you hang with partaking oh, in, 100%. That, in that kind of party when like, you know, it, no one wants to be like, Hey, we're all doing this, but you're doing it too much. You know what I mean? Like it's... There's, there's not a stigma if everyone in your group is doing it. So that, that's an entirely different thing because it, it's becoming recreational like that. Like people are, people are doing it. They're, they're hanging out and doing it. Like that's their plans for the night. That is a huge problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, what I've been noticing and they're the, like the trend with people who are battling this and then end up committing suicide like a day later, it's like they were with their friends the right. night before. Like they were just like in a good mood and they were hanging. I mean, Mac Miller was, um, Demi Lovato was, I believe at her home at a party. You know, a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. She was. And- Anthony, Anthony Bourdain was with his friends uh, the previous day. Come I on. Mean, so, wasn't uh, Chester from Lincoln Park having like dinner with his whole family the night before? Like, it, you know, it, it was yeah. people who suffer from depression are really good at faking joy. They, they, they are, um, you know, uh, yeah. and, it, and it's horrible because they feel like they need to kind of put on that mask to, to do their thing. And, and, and inside, we don't know what's going on and, and nobody wants to talk about it. You know, yeah, no, nobody wants to talk about it. So the conversation needs to, we need to keep happening, you know, having it and, and, and checking on each other. So like more than like, Hey, how's it going? Like we need to really keep up with our friends and make sure what they're going through. Can they handle it alone? If not, I'm here, you know? Right. And and, and Lisa, that kind of goes into the messaging that I kind of want to put out there yesterday, Heather, when we were talking about talking about substance abuse today, I kind of struggled with what I was going to say, because I'm not an expert in substance abuse. I can't solve your problem. Um, That takes a professional. But I think our message, the message shouldn't be to those who are abusing, but to those who know somebody is abusing or suspecting. If you see something, you should always say something and fight for your loved one. You know, don't just... You know, don't I think just so. sit back and let them continue to do what they're doing. And I know people will say, mm-hmm. well, you know, people have to want to get help. There's only so much we can do, you know, if we know somebody who's abusing. But if you if you love them or care for that yeah. person, then you're going to fight with them. They have a disease and they're sick. They're not mentally all there to know that they yeah. need help. You know what I mean? Exactly. That, de- that demon is bigger than them. And I think that's what we have to realize. Once you get on drugs, it's really, really hard to get off of them. I've known people, people in my family. And it's like, you know, they, they do things, obviously, that are out of character. I mean, you know, if people start stealing from you, guess what? 
they don't realize that exactly. they're doing it. It's that demon talking to them. You know, we, we have to remember that. So I don't believe that we should ever judge them. Now, if it's a volatile situation, yes. then obviously safety comes first. Your safety I, I was comes just going to say, you so, distance yourself from that there, person. There is a point, I'm, but I, I, I'm sorry to say this, but it's only because I've been through it that like, you cannot make a person change. You can, you can give every ounce of your being to, to help right. them. And, and, but if this person does not want to change and they're not going to, I mean, for me, I had to remove myself from the situation, you know, and it's very, sad yes. to be like, Oh, sorry. I gave yeah. up on that. But very I was like, true. you know what? I gave you three years of trying to make you better and, and I can't, and now I got to go. Right. So, right. Right. Yeah. You can't, you can't kill right. yourself you know, in the process, but I do believe that you can, you can do as much as you can to get them help, um, and then move on, you know, but again, no, no judgment, always be there. You know, if if that person needs you, like Joanna was Mm -hmm. saying, like J Cole, like lend an ear for that person, no matter what the situation is. And even if you're just sitting there and you're silent, because like Joanna said, she didn't really know what to say, right? She didn't know what she was going to talk about this morning. And oftentimes we're in that situation mm-hmm. where we don't really know what to say. We don't have a response for them, 100%, but sometimes yes. they just need that person. And I think present. that we're talking about it. I'm starting to hear, um, you yeah. know, other uh, personalities across Chicago start talking about how like, yeah, they, they go to therapy twice a week or, or, or whatever. Just that they're like, yeah, I, I go to the head shrinker or whatever. Like they're, they're making light of it, but they're also talking about, Hey, I go because I, I need to go and talk to someone. You know what I mean? And, and just, just putting it out there that like, Hey, yeah, you're not crazy. If you need help, we, we all need someone to lend us a hand every once in a while, just that we can normalize it. I think is, is helping other people get the help they need. Right. And don't, and don't get me wrong. I think that, you know, you, you do have to say something if you see somebody that you care about who's using, but at the same time, if something happens to them, you are not the one to blame for it because I was reading online that Ariana had to temporarily turn off her IG because she was being trolled for Mac Miller's death. And Uh that's, that's not right. And she did state a long time oh ago that goodness. the reason for their breakup was due to his substance abuse. And she right. tried everything in his power and her power to help him out. But he just, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't getting it, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But his poor family, that's what I always think about in these situations. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. I think about the people that they left behind. And how they're struggling and how, you know, know, his poor mother, you know, when she woke up this morning, what are the thoughts going through her head or was she able to get out of bed or, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and that's, you have to be careful too, talking so poorly against it because of what that family is thinking, what they're going through, especially because it was such a tragedy. You know, it's not like he had some long-term illness, right. (laughs) That he was, you know, dealing with and battling. I mean, other than obviously the substance abuse, but come on. So I think we have to be careful. Very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Lisa, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're really excited. Yes, absolutely. Um, and where well, can, can find our me on the mix. listeners I'm at find you? Lisa. FM in Chicago. Um, I did the midday show at 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. But by all means, please find me on Insta, on Facebook. I'm at Lisa Allen on air.
Oh my gosh. I actually, I need to, can I plug another Fantastic. podcast? Cause I, I launched, we launched a podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank yes, you. Yes, um, yes, please. Uh, please my please friend Jerry we'll Nunn, he's a writer too. for uh, Windy City Times and myself started a podcast uh, in July. It's called Nonstop with Lisa and Jerry. It's mostly our celebrity uh, kind of exploits. We, we've had a lot of great guests. We've had, you know, Ice Cube and um, uh, Jenny McCarthy and just we've been like across the board um, with it. So if you guys find us nonstop at Lisa and Jerry, that would be fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, with Lisa and Jerry. By Lisa and Jerry, did you say? You got it. Nonstop with Lisa and Jerry. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into this Saturday's podcast. We did have a lot of fun, talked about some funny things and some not so funny things, I think. But you can find the ladies at www.theladiesview.com on Instagram at the ladies view, Twitter, the ladies view TV and Facebook. Our new handle is chat with the ladies. You guys Bye. have a wonderful Bye. Saturday and we will talk to you soon.